2: 9397 or text us on the castle heating and cooling text line 217-351-5357 or email us at talk at wdws.com now here's your host brian barnhart
3: and good monday morning everybody on this uh, rainy halloween here on the end of october is where we've reached the calendar good to have you with us on a penny for your thoughts as we get it rolling here into November this week. And we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Of course, Illinois football, one of the headliners. Illinois up to number 14 in one poll, the AP poll. they are 13 in another one, and it depends on where you look. You'll see them in the, about that spot. So we'll talk about that, run through the top 25, and talk about the Michigan State matchup this weekend and what you saw and what you thought about the Nebraska game. A uh, 26-9 win over Nebraska on Saturday. We've got Illinois men's basketball to talk about. Illini women start later this week. And the regular season opener for the men is a week from tonight. Tomorrow we'll have Justice Robert Steigman on for both hours. Clarissa Nickerson Foreman, who's now a columnist too, does a little writing. Was in the News Gazette on Sunday. We'll have her on uh, Wednesday. The sheriff candidate on the Republican side, John Brown, on Wednesday. Wednesday, his opponent Dustin Harmon will be with us on Friday. And we got Darren Bailey checking in with us, running for governor during the week, and Prislin from the League of Women Voters. Of course, Election Day, uh, the final election day, a uh, final day to vote, I guess, as they say, but Election Day itself, officially a week from Tuesday. <coughs> Excuse me, glad you're with us here today on A Penny for Your Thoughts, 217 356 9397. Text line is 217 and you can email us, talk, at WDWS.com. Our Monday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Berkey's, your local Kubota dealer. We'll get it started. Lauren Tate joins me next on a penny for your thoughts here on a Monday. Happy Halloween. The Illini in Husker territory, pressure comes, DeVito dumps, got his man caught first down, 35-30, Go. Isaiah Williams Go. down the left sideline, might score, he will, touchdown, Woo-hoo. touchdown Illinois, and Isaiah Williams scoops it up with a catch over the a sprints down the left sideline, Huskers have been prone to big plays, and the Illini get a big one there, touchdown Illinois. Yeah, 46 yards on that one. Illinois got off to a quick 6-0 lead. They missed the extra point. Uh, Nebraska eventually took a 9-6 lead, countered with the longest touchdown pass allowed by the defense this year, 56 yards to Volkolek. And then uh, the Illini knock out the Nebraska quarterback and knock out the Nebraska offense and win it 26-9 to go to 7-1 as they get ready for Michigan State this weekend. Mr. Tate?
4: Yeah, two first downs for Nebraska in the last 39 minutes of a 60-minute game. (laughs) So uh, it was over when Thompson went. Thompson was giving Illinois a little trouble early, Mm -hmm. but Illinois tends to take a while before they really settle in defensively. And um, I just thought it was really impressive uh, that the defense can continue to do this. I've got a stat somewhere, I don't know where I put it, that – where they're number one in the nation, uh, Brian, in scoring, mm-hmm. defensive I'm talking about, yeah, scoring, yards, touchdowns, pass efficiency, mm-hmm. interceptions, red zone attempts allowed, and fourth down conversions. I mean, they lead the yeah. nation in everything and not, defensively. Yeah.
3: Not just the Big Ten, but the yeah. nation.
4: It's unbelievable.
3: Yeah. I mean, this is just, uh, well, the best start 7-1 and one since the 0-1 uh, Sugar Bowl team with Ron Turner and Kurt Kittner and those guys. So it's been a long time, and uh, the Illini up to number 14 in the AP poll, 13 in one of the other polls,
4: the coaches' poll, I guess. And And we got the the, uh, poll coming out, not a poll, it's actually the selection by the committee for the playoffs will be out tomorrow.
3: And we'll be in there.
4: We'll be in there somewhere, yeah. (laughs) With a chance to move up, because if you keep winning, everybody else doesn't keep winning like we saw with... Oklahoma State forty eight to nothing against Kansas State. Can you imagine that? How can you have an undefeated team and all of a sudden lose forty eight to nothing?
3: Yeah, I don't I don't get it. And uh, Martinez was not playing for Kansas. Yeah, State. that's right.
4: They didn't even have their own starting quarterback yeah. and, and Kansas State just rolled. And Wake Forest had eight turnovers and all of a sudden they're out of they're in trouble. And so Illinois will continue to move up if they keep winning. And these next two games, it's just imagine you just need two wins and you clinch the December 3 slot. Yeah, in
3: Indianapolis for the Big Ten title game with two yeah. weeks to go. Yeah, yeah. And then you're playing Michigan. If you're in that position at 9-1, and one, yeah. you're playing for, like, a whole lot more.
4: By the way, Michigan State lost four players. Did you see that in that yes. tunnel deal? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you who they are. Uh, they they lose two defensive ends, a starter, Zion Young, plus Tank Brown, a backup defensive end. They lose their number one Nickel, Angelo Gross, mm-hmm. and they lose a backup cornerback uh, by the name of Crump. So they've lost a couple starters and a couple key reserves in there. That going into yeah. the Illinois game.
3: And for people that if you've not been to Michigan Stadium, here's the difference in mo- at a lot of stadiums anymore. You like at Memorial Stadium here, one team is on either one end of the stadium or at opposite corners of the stadium, like Illinois is on the east. You know, you go to the northeast corner at halftime or after a game, and, and the other team goes the other way. Well, at Michigan, it's all one long, long uphill tunnel, and both teams go up the same tunnel. Yeah,
4: one go when they get up there, one goes right and one goes left. Right. But, they, but they need this to let the I guess to let the visitors go first, and then let mm-hmm. the uh, the home team go second or something. But but if they go together, it's just a, a setup for trouble.
3: And if we had trouble there in uh, several Michigan State players, as you said, a scuffle that was captured in this day and age. Everybody's got a phone, yeah, and it gets captured, and it's there. So they're trying to sort all that out to see if there's any more serious charges to be filed. Nine sixteen 16 at DWS on this Halloween. Trick or treat to everybody out there, and hopefully all treats. So let's go to Steve here. Good morning, Steve.
5: Yeah, I was wondering how close this next game is to a sellout. And I see a few of the bowl projection sites have Illinois playing in the Orange Bowl. Was wondering what it would take for Illinois to leapfrog Penn State to
6: a New Year's Six bowl game.
4: Well, I think it's certainly possible. Uh, Penn State's got some tough games yet, and and uh, but Illinois got Michigan to, to climb over. If, you know, it, it, that'll be a setback if they don't win against Michigan. I mean, first of all, we got to beat Michigan State. You understand, but. And, Purdue. and then Purdue the, in the home, both home games. And the next two home games, I'd say they're about, we're reading, and I don't know if this is accurate, but we're reading that they're 2,000 within 2,000 of a sellout.
3: Mm-hmm. That's but, what social media says. Yeah. But nothing from the university, but, I don't, but I don't think, as far as. That's
4: probably a little bit off, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. it's going to be a big crowd. Yeah. You can tell when there's a sellout, when the upper deck on the east side is full. Yeah. Because those are the last tickets to go. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep, and they were sold out in Lincoln, by the way, the other day. Oh, yeah. 86,000. Um, by that the stadium, way, that you stadium. were there.
4: How soon did they start leaving?
3: Oh, by the early in the fourth quarter. They started, you know, especially after the last field goal by
4: Griffin. Griffin yeah.
3: Yeah, then it was, it was slow bleed then, and then after that, it was just like everybody's out. So, yeah, no, it was – you know, great day, great atmosphere. There's so
4: much to go here before we can talk about a, where we're going to go in a bowl game. You've, you've, you've definitely got Michigan, and you could have Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those are really big. Well, the, Illinois the, hasn't in. beaten anyone even approximating Michigan or Ohio State so far this season. At
3: that level, no. 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 They have, uh, the they've teams beaten some good teams, you know, decent teams, uh, teams that are, you know. Maybe have winning records when they're done, but uh, no. They I all... see
4: Wyoming's has going to go to a bowl game. They mm-hmm. just won their sixth game. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, Virginia's not very good this year. For I don't know what happened to them. They went from one from a really good team last year to a, a really weak team this year, and um, you know, and and the Big Ten West, to be fair, uh, is weak this year, and that and Illinois ones taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, this, they happen to be the best team in the West this time. Yep. So. Yeah, we hope so. Yep. All right, let's go back to the phones. Howard, good morning, Howard.
7: Morning, guys. Uh, Lauren, did you just hear that? Uh, Musburger had us a sixteen-point favorite.
4: Well, uh, the spread started at ten and then jumped to seventeen yesterday. I was when I came to work this morning. I, I was I've been going to look that up and I haven't done it, but uh, yeah, we're we're a you know we're a big favorite. I don't know, sixteen, seventeen points. Yeah.
7: By any chance, to see the Michigan State Michigan game Saturday night? I did. You know, Michigan antagonizes you on every play, trying to get you to start something. Well, they've always done that.
4: Okay. Do a <laughs> little
7: chippy stuff.
3: Well, agree? those two schools don't like each
4: other anyway. So yeah, I, I mean, but Michigan State had beaten them two years in a row, hadn't they?
7: Yeah, they, they had. Yeah, but um, Michigan State wasn't very sharp in that game.
4: Well, they haven't been very sharp most of the season. Mm-hmm. This is a turnaround. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, while they were they have a, a terrific season last. I think they went eleven and two last Something year. Something like that, yeah. And, ten or eleven wins. And if you look at the Big Ten standings, they are eight and ten the last two years, and Belem is eight and ten.
7: That uh, Michigan State coach, his uh, sideline demeanor is a little weird.
4: well okay say something nice about michigan state there must be (laughs) something good i can't can't
7: get it
4: out anything
3: nice okay tom is a nice guy (laughs) yeah that's right
4: yeah well no i don't know don't you
3: agree
7: lauren
4: i don't you know i I don't i don't necessarily agree no i just i just think you know everybody's antagonistic when they play in you know you could be it could be iowa it could be whoever i mean it Michigan State, I—they've got maybe a reputation a little, you know, maybe we've established. I don't know what what have they done to Illinois that that we don't like over time. We I, haven't
3: played them very much. No, no, yeah, over the years. Well, a
7: lot of a lot of my bad feelings go back to basketball with uh, Judd Heathcote, how he was oh. so antagonistic over Lou.
3: Wow. Okay. Well. That goes that goes back a ways there, Howard. That's I, I know you guys don't agree with that, yeah, but that
4: I thought they were good friends. <laughs>
3: <laughs> was it was it Judd that bounced the ball up on the sure floor was. and hit himself in the face? Sure that, was. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah,
6: okay.
7: And then next year somebody give him a football helmet, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Remember that?
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Hey All right. thank you, Howard. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's holding on to the grudge there with uh no, but Judd, they bounced the ball up, off the floor and then he was mad about something? Oh, yeah. Yep. Mad okay. about a call. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: All
3: right, 921 here at DWS. Uh, here on a penny for your thoughts. Monday Morning Quarterback Show presented by Berkey's. Allen's up next. Hey, Allen.
8: Hey, morning, guys. Well, Chad threw the ball up because the guy threw the ball out of bounds right to him, so he just got the ball and decided to hit himself with it. <laughs> okay. I think it that is was a long what time I- ago. Yes, it was.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh,
8: uh, we we started out playing like we did against Indiana. I thought, oh boy, here we go. We took three points away from ourselves when we called a timeout after we'd made a, a kick, field goal to 52 yards. And then we ended up losing the three points.
4: By the way, but, uh, uh, let me ask you about that. He kicked a 52 yarder that was way over the goalpost. Mm-hmm. They they put him back five yards. Why didn't they just kick it again? <laughs> All he had to do was uh, repeat that kick, and it would have been good. I'm well, not criticizing Beal, but he, don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
8: I think he wanted to pin him against the goal line with our defense and right. Well, yeah, I'm sure, I mean, sure he, he did. The ball back the quick.
4: Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, saying is that all I'm saying is that first kick would have been good from 57. Yeah. Wouldn't it, Brian? Well, I, mean, I think
3: so. Yeah. yeah. It was a great kick, so. and it was in a hurry too. Because yeah. the play clock was running yeah. down, which is why they called the timeout. But yeah. But they snapped it fast, uh, and the holder got it down, and boom, it was good, but didn't count, of course.
8: I think we might have been in a dogfight if that quarterback was able to stay in the game because they'd already had twenty-five yards and nine points against us in a quarter and a half and they were making <laughs> some plays. But, uh, having said that, our defense really came to life, uh, after that and we, we still haven't really faced a real good quarterback and that still concerns me. Uh, next thing is, why don't we, since we have a really good defense, why don't we take a shot downfield time to time? If we do get it intercepted, I have confidence in our defense that we can shut them down from there. It just, sometimes we get a little, I hate to be a little nitpicky, but we're a little bit conservative.
4: Well, he did get conservative on fourth and one at the 18, I thought, kicking the field goal. That's okay, but it's, it's a 50 50 deal. But they could have run that ball in and maybe scored a touchdown.
8: Was you surprised that Josh McRae only got one I
4: I don't know. I I don't know what's going on there. I never have known. Yeah, they've been holding him out, even though they say he's ready to play. So maybe he's not ready to play. I mean, I think well. that I think Bielma would play him if he thought he was a hundred percent ready. He's he still has some qualms, and he spoke that way after the game, and saying we'll wait another week and he'll be ready to play. I mean, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, Josh McCray hadn't really been a part of this team this year. He played getting
8: closer the, and closer. They need to
4: redshirt him. Getting close it's to that. that. It is, you're right yeah. about that. It's getting close to that. If he played three of the yeah. next four games, you could still redshirt him. Of course, if you got a playoff game and you got a bowl game in addition, so maybe you don't want to do that. I, I don't know what they're going to do. They'll, I'm sure they'll talk about that.
8: Hmm. Since he played... I had that one snap? Is that considered a playing in oh, a game? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's okay. two
4: games he's played. I, I said one. He's he's played in two games. He could play in two more, and then uh, could, and could be still be red shirt. You can play up to four.
3: All right, Adam. okay.
8: That's all, I got, guys.
3: Thank you, sir. Yep. We'll look forward to the game. The game, by the way, is two thirty on Saturday. Illinois and Michigan State over at Memorial Stadium. Nine twenty five. Berkey's, your hometown Kubota dealer on High Cross Road in Urbana, our sponsor of the show. Back in a moment here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Third and ten from their own 30. Let's get off the field here. Thompson. Shotgun, pressure coming, ball oh, hit, oh. deflected and intercepted. Yes! Intercepted by Illinois, Go! Sydney Brown. Go! Running the other way, might be a pick six. 25-20, 15-10, 20, and he's down. And the defense not only makes a stand, they get a terrific interception on a wounded duck. As Thompson was hit, that ball was floating up there, and Official it was just caught like here. an outfielder in baseball by Sydney Brown, who rambles up the right side. Strange
0: in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! If there's something weird and it don't look good, who you gonna call?
3: Ghostbusters! 9.29, it is Halloween. You going trick-or-treating tonight?
4: I am. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I'm going to be... Handling some trick and treat oh, yeah. family
3: members. Sure, sure. Those younger ones. There you go. Uh nine twenty-nine. There'll be a lot of folks out there. It shouldn't be able to stop raining, I think, by this evening. Should be uh, dry, they say, a low of forty-four tonight, so you can look forward to that. Uh two one seven, three five, six, nine, three, nine, seven. Illinois seven and one, first time since 01. It was a Sugar Bowl year. Illinois has won five straight Big Ten West games. Six-game winning streak for the first time since 2011. Fifteenth uh, six-game winning streak in the last hundred years. Uh, Illinois, its first undefeated October since 2001. They went three and zero in that October, and they won four games in October for the first time since 1990. Going back a ways, that'd be John Makovic there. Yep. So pretty it's, good stretch.
4: It, it's been a great run, and and it, it shouldn't be over. <laughs> Illinois, I mean. <laughs> I think uh, the reason, one of the reasons the spread is so high this week against Michigan State is that Illinois has beaten the spread repeatedly, game after game. Mm-hmm. You think back, we were, Illinois was an underdog against Iowa, right? We were an underdog. I think we so. weren't the favorite in that yeah. game. It was real close. I mean, hmm. but Illinois. I mean, they beat the spread, whatever. Well, it couldn't have been more than three. I know that. That. So I think they've beaten the spread uh, game after game, and I think those gamblers who have bet on Illinois got a lot of money saved up, and they're pouring it into this Michigan State game because this shows a lot of money coming on the Illinois side when, when it jumps from 10 to 17. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. That's,
3: that's a big jump.
4: Yeah, it really is.
3: It's a big jump when it's three or four.
4: Oh, heck, yes. And now
3: seven, that's
4: uh... – I'm, I don't ever know, if I you know, I don't follow close enough to know, but mm-hmm. seven I've never heard of.
9: Mm-hmm. All right, to the phones, Bob. Good morning, Bob. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, <clears throat> this has been alluded to, but I think, you know, I, I'm just stunned, and I think everybody else is, at, at just how well uh, the team has done. And I, there's no way to really know this. There's no way to ask this. But I would love to know, what Brett Bielema's expectations for this season were at the beginning of the season, and there's no way to ask him that. I mean, there's no, you know, there's no way he can come out and say, "Well, yeah, of course, you know, I, I knew this was going to happen," or "Well, no, this is a total shock to me." Um, and having said all that, uh, if you look at the uh, Big Ten schedule coming up, and you you look at who who might beat who or who might lose to who, it almost in every scenario comes down to the Illinois-Purdue game in terms of who wins the Big Ten West. Um, if, we, if we beat Purdue, we just have to win one of the other three games. And if we lose to Purdue, in order for us to win the Big Ten West, we have to uh, win all three other games, which means Michigan as well, and Purdue has to lose, I think, another one or two. I forget. I need to work it out. But all that to say, the Big Ten West championship is going to come through Champaign here a week from saturday and that is just again i'm just stunned and i don't think anyone really saw this coming and i'm and that's that's basically my comments and i hope everyone out there just enjoys this while it's happening whatever whatever happens from here on in just enjoy this moment because boy this has been exciting
4: we didn't know any of these things were going to happen when we when illinois played virginia we're playing a team with the Armstrong, a tremendous quarterback last year, who's just having a terrible year this year. Mm-hmm. Practically, uh, I, chiefly because he's got no offensive line. He certainly got the receivers. He had three great ones last year, and they're all back. And, and then when we, <laughs> excuse me, and then when we played these Big Ten teams, we had no idea that Iowa was going to be this week offensively, 131st out of 131. We had no idea that. Uh, that there'd be such a problem in wisconsin that they'd have to fire their coach in the middle of the season i mean if you go back and analyze the other teams they've played they've all had problems that they didn't anticipate
9: mm-hmm.
4: and illinois's taking advantage of that
9: i think that's it, what you need to do
4: yeah i mean absolutely i mean but well, i don't think that there's i don't think we could have predicted what what happened in wisconsin uh, maybe we could have predicted what happened in Nebraska. That looked like it was going to be a bad situation there, and and Iowa's defense is good again, but they just their offense is mm-hmm. so bad that uh, you know that there are all kinds of uh, uh, things going on over there where people think they should that the head coach should get rid of his son, and he's not going to do it.
3: <laughs> well, here's the here's what we all thought as fans. Was, you know, take your covering the team hat and thought of fans. You know, hey, if we can get through September, maybe. You know, three and one or four and zero, oh, because man, October is going to be really tough. Yeah, and here we go, undefeated in October.
4: Yeah, and, I mean, that's, and we, thought nobody, we nobody would, saw that. We thought we were going to be an underdog in all those games. I mean, uh, we were going to be an underdog against Minnesota, underdog against Iowa, underdog against Wisconsin. By the time we got there, everything had changed. I mean, it it, yeah. it changed both. Both Illinois is better than we thought we would be, and those teams are worse than they thought they yeah. would be. But you're right,
3: Bob. Enjoy it. Enjoy the ride.
4: By the way, so right. isn't yeah. it amazing that you'd look up and have a quarterback go 22 for 24, and we might have gone through the whole first hour here and never mentioned that. That's really yeah. good, yeah. Ryan. He is number two in the nation yeah. in completion percentage. Number two in the nation. And he's not even being considered. He's the third. The first number one aspect is, I suppose, is, is it the defense or is it is it uh, Chase Brown which which is number 1 yeah. but he's number 3 imagine that <laughs> and he's doing terrific he and and uh, and he and somebody uh, that offense those uh, receivers are wide open that the, the the touchdown by Isaiah Williams early he just caught the ball and ran yeah he was gone and and Re- Ryman was wide open on his uh, couple mm. of catches i mean it he, there's something going i mean Lunny's doing a heck of a job in creating a situation where a quarterback can go 22 for, was it 20, 20, 20 for 22? 20 22, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. amazing.
3: Yeah. Anything else, Bob?
9: No, thanks, guys. Great hey, show as always.
3: Appreciate you. Thank you. 936. Need to get to the news here real quick, then we'll get back to our calls, emails, and texts. Got one texter here, dreaming big, really dreaming big. <laughs> we'll do this in a moment. Our news brought to you by First Mid Bank and Trust, providing financial solutions since 1865 Visit FirstMed.com to find out more back here in about two and a half minutes or so.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba 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 ba
0: Just
3: outside the goal line. And a handoff to Chase Touchdown. Brown. Bangs his way in. Touchdown, Illinois! How do you like that? What a turn of events. The Alani get the pick. The defense makes the play. The offense responds, and Chase Brown with a touchdown, his fifth of the year.
6: I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly you
3: gotta do the monster match.
6: He did the mash. He did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash.
3: There you go. A little Halloween action for you. On this Monday, Penny, for your thoughts, our show brought to you by Berkey's, hometown Kubota dealer. Good to have you with us here. A lot of people want to talk football. Of course, the um, AP and coaches rankings out this week, Illinois 13 and 114 in the other. Now, a listener says the AP and coaches rankings are no longer relevant as of this week. The college football playoff ranking comes out Tuesday, which is true. And that's the only one that actually matters. This listener says they that's use right. real metrics and things like strength of schedule to rank teams. So
4: it ain't like the old days. That's right. <laughs> where, were the, where the writers got to pick who played in the championship game. Yeah,
3: the writers had one, and the coaches had the other one. That's and right. Sometimes you had two champions. Mm-hmm. You'd have that happen. All right, back to the phones. Brian, good morning. Uh, good morning, fellows. Yes, sir.
6: Where would this team be without Tommy DeVito?
4: Well, it wouldn't be as good. I, we, we saw that in the Iowa game, didn't we? It wouldn't be as good. You know,
6: how lucky were we to get him?
4: Well, I know, okay. I mean, you know, you, you know that story. Of, uh, when the season started, there were 131 teams, and nearly half of them were starting, when the season started, a transfer quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he got beat out by a guy named Schrader at Syracuse. Who's pretty good, and, and who? Yeah, yeah doing yeah. really good. He's yeah. done a good job for for Syracuse, and and he he decided to redshirt himself last year. He didn't play the fifth game, which allowed him one more season. And, and and Illinois coaches were smart enough and had contacts in in order to bring him in. And I will tell you right now that they're working to do the same thing again. They're, they're, if they can well, bring great. in a, bring in a court they've got. I know that the. That the collective is, is is saving up a bunch of money to give a quarterback, uh, the, the the one that the, that the coaches pick, and I don't know who it'll be, and maybe they won't, maybe they'll go with Leary, maybe they'll go with Swanson, maybe they'll go with what uh, the players they already have on campus. But I I just think that uh, I think they're going maybe they go with Sitkowski, but I think they're going to probably I, I know that they're looking for a, another top quarterback like this, and I don't want to call it luck. I mean I I mean they they knew what they i mean a lot of schools got quarterbacks that are very uh, helpful to their teams this year
6: i think that uh, devito was the second most valuable player on the team next to case brown mm-hmm. i mean uh, either one of them goes down i mean it uh, it degrades the team significantly oh, sure. i think yeah no i think oh, yeah. i
4: i can't disagree with that but I will tell you, there's a lot of good players on that defensive side who are really playing oh, yeah. well. And I don't know how you oh, grade yeah. a, an offensive player against a defensive player, but, man, oh, man, I mean, it's just I don't know where to start. There's some, I mean, I, I, I'm watching Seth Coleman, how much he's improved lately, and, mm-hmm. and, and you got the two tackles and, you, and, uh, and, and those defensive backs, and we're, not, we're overlooking the linebackers all the time. Dark DarkAngelo's playing good football.
3: Yeah. I think jay layman has said there's uh, what he, in his view there's five guys on the defensive side that could play in the NFL
4: yeah and what scares it me is be, that we yeah. might they might
3: yeah, they right? might <laughs> yeah, they might year. leave us yeah <laughs> i hope we don't lose them all at once
10: yeah yeah that is scary
4: because that's what Teams like Ohio State and and Alabama go through every year, but they have the replacements. We don't know if we've got the replacements. Although, I will tell you that some awful good coaching's going on over there, because these players, you know, this team wouldn't be doing this if Lovey Smith was still the coach. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that.
6: I think that's very fair. You know, just like uh, Lovey Smith left a, a good a lot of good players, you know, for. Uh, Belama, Mike White also left the coverage pretty full for Mackovic.
4: He sure did.
6: Mm-hmm. I mean, how many uh, first round draft choices came out of that crew? You
4: know, oh yeah. people
6: that played for in sure. the NFL, including Jeff George. Yeah,
3: right. All right. So
6: hey. just
4: be. Co- oh. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. No hey. good points.
3: Yep. Thank you, Brian. i got to keep moving here. Uh, 217-356-9397. Uh, hi, guys. Are those four Michigan State players dismissed from the team completely or just suspended for a time, and could there be more? Right now they're suspended indefinitely. So whatever that means, whatever that turns out to be. Uh, let's see here. ESPN has a total QBR rating stat. Tommy DeVito is third in the Big Ten behind McCarthy at Michigan Nationally, and CJ Strat- uh, Stroud of Ohio State's number one. So those are the top two.
4: Think how far he's jumped.
3: Oh, I know. It's it's remarkable. Nine forty-five. Jimmy Bean.
11: Hey, Jam and Jimmy Bean, coming at you live this morning, guys. How yes, are you,
9: sir? Good.
11: <laughs> I want to thank you guys again for for having this program. And I've been calling in for the last ten years. Uh, when, when we weren't very excited about what was going on on the football field. Um, I'm really glad that Lauren mentioned the offensive line at Virginia because, in my opinion, I mean, yep, I think Tommy DeVito is incredible. I think he's got a pro career in front of him. I think both of the Brown brothers are going to be going to the pros. but Our offensive line is just incredible this year, and that's something that I really uh, – really follow a lot and have since the Teddy Karras days. When Sidney Brown made that interception, the first run that uh, his brother made was about a nine, eight or nine run shot right up the middle of the field. And, I mean, he just tucked behind the line and locked behind him, man. Yeah, That line yep. moved the whole defense back eight to nine yards. It was yep. an incredible serve. Yep, you're
4: right. Was a 10-yard run from the 11 to the right? 1, yeah. Mm-hmm.
11: Yeah, so I just, our our offensive line is just incredible this year, Um, and you don't hear enough about those guys, of course, Uh, but in my opinion, you know, yep, we'd be lost without DeVito, and yep, we'd be lost without Brown and all that, man, but the whole game on the offensive side of the ball starts in the trenches, and I think we have one of the most incredible offensive lines in the country this year.
4: Yep good point Jimmy well you wouldn't have the Thank number you. One, you wouldn't have the number one rusher in the in the country if you didn't have a good offensive line that just goes without saying yep
3: goes hand in hand precisely yeah
10: for
11: all of those years <clears throat> that've been in the front row at the at the horseshoe and the guy that sits next to me you could see how much bigger the other team was than ours it yep. was just real obvious you look at them, they come out and go, oh my god look at these guys Yeah. Um, It's absolutely the opposite this year. Offensive line is out there and just towers over everybody. I think the smallest guy in the line is three ten, right?
3: I think so, yeah. Yeah, they're they're all they're all uh, well Chrysler's bigger than that, I think. They're all well over three hundred. Yeah, he's three thirty maybe.
4: Yeah. They had to bring him down. Yeah.
3: All
11: Thanks right. again for this program. Thanks for calling the games and for the write ups in the paper, Lauren. And uh what a what a great season to be an Illinois football fan. It really it, is. It
3: is. Hey, thank you, Jimmy. We're just riding the wave here. Uh nine forty eight at DWS. Go from Jimmy Bean to Big Al. Big Al, are you there? Hello, Big Al. I'll put him That's on That's the first
4: horse. time he's ever been quiet. <laughs> <laughs> come on, just, Big Al. Come Allen. on, Big Al.
3: Check in with us. All right, we'll get a break in here. 948 at DWS. A lot of texts have come in. We'll get to those, too, after this. T.O.
12: I literally say our probably our most improved football player from a year ago is Quan Martin. Um, not that he was bad last year, but his just his big play mentality, his mm-hmm. conscientious detail. For me as a head coach, you always find a couple guys that you gravitate to, and you try to find a pulse of your team. And Quan has been that guy for me since last January. Just. Always aware of everything. He's a very professional, quiet demeanor, very serious. Uh, Just everything about him oozes professionalism, and he's really done a great job of building, and he's probably our number one communicator on defense just to kind of tie everything together.
3: 9.52. Coach Fred Bielema talking about Quan Martin. Illinois defense, Martin had one of the picks, season-high four turnovers, three interceptions, one fumble recovery. I think Quan was in on that fumble recovery, too. He knocked that ball out of there, hit the guy, stripped the ball, and took him down, didn't he? Took him down, all in one motion. Johnny Newton recovered the fumble. Uh, The defense has forced at least two turnovers in seven of the eight games this year. Five times they've got three turnovers in a game. Uh, Nebraska rushed for 60 yards total. Yeah, and every, and there hasn't been a game, there has not been a game yet this year where Illinois has allowed 100 yards rushing and passing in the same game. Yeah, it's it's been amazing what,
4: what they're doing defensively. Once once they get ahead, you just you have so much confidence that they're going to hold them from that point on.
3: 17 points allowed total in the second half.
4: 29 yards in the second half for 29 Nebraska. total yards
3: <laughs> in the game for Nebraska. Yeah, 17 points allowed in the, in the second half this entire season. Seven of those coming in the fourth quarter.
4: Yeah, I know when those were.
3: Yeah, Indiana. (laughs) And the the Illini have held the ball for 10 minutes or more in the fourth quarter in seven of the eight games. Held the ball for 10 minutes in the fourth quarter, seven of the eight games. That's pretty remarkable, both sides of the ball. Uh, Good morning, guys. It would be a shame if Memorial Stadium does not have 55,000 fans there at least. Saturday against Michigan State. This team deserves to have a packed stadium. They'll have one when they go to Michigan,
4: and it sounds sure. like a good day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like the the weather's going to be reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good guess from this uh, yeah. this many days ahead, but uh, the weekend looks fairly good. Maybe a high forties or low fifties.
3: Yeah, seventy two the high on Friday.
4: No, well, so
3: see, they're... oh <laughs> man, that's changed since yesterday. <laughs> yeah. and, wow, That's what it says here. Uh, like Lauren Tate's suggestions to replace East and West divisions when USC and UCLA join the Big Ten, great idea to follow the NFL four-team divisions with crossover games. Has been very successful there for maintaining fan interest and team opportunities. We'll see what they go to, but, uh, I I don't know. (laughs) We're going to find out. At least they'll keep the West for another year.
4: One more year, and then it's going to be, uh, Whatever they do, I don't think either of us will like it. Whatever they do, because mm-hmm. if they if they go into a 16-team conference, one conference with no divisions, I'm not going. I don't think anybody's going to like that. Other than, not it doesn't affect Ohio State and Michigan maybe, but it affects so many other teams. Where the by half season, you remember, and uh, you know I was reminded of this when the when the National League had eight teams, that was too many, mm-hmm. because half the teams by mid season would be floundering and, and you know trying to build for the next year maybe or trying to do you know no longer be in the chase well if you put 16 teams in one division imagine what that would be that's mm-hmm. twice as many right so if they break it down into divisions then how are you going to do it where it'll, where it'll work for everybody and that's a problem the divisions that work for us don't work for some other teams in the east.
3: Uh, well, now we can all get on with our day because Allen's told us what's exactly wrong with a first-place team that's only lost one game. Uh, my goodness. says. Uh, let's see. Is there any other Division I football team more of a surprise than this
4: Illini team? Uh, I, I would say no, wouldn't you? I I, think I, so. I I don't think anybody else has been quite this much of a surprise.
3: Yeah, the um, national folks are starting to figure it out. I mean, they keep saying that.
4: The The problem when you start from so far back is that it's hard to get recognition because, you know, you have to move up gradually. And Illinois' initial ranking, which was nothing, was all based on previous years. Mm-hmm. and And if you waited, let's just say you waited four games into the season to start ranking, it would be different because – What happens is all the people that vote, and this is just nature, uh, natural instincts of everybody that votes. You don't vote somebody. You don't change your your lineup much after you once establish it. No matter what happens, unless the team that you have put up there loses. Right. Like
3: Notre Dame's up there every year. By the way,
4: by the way, am I right? Notre Dame plays Clemson this week. Is that right? Oh boy. Yeah. I would not pick Clemson in that game. I saw Notre Dame last week. <laughs> They're pretty good now.
10: Except- they weren't
4: very good early, I know, but boy oh boy. I would want to be I would not want to be playing Notre Dame when they got nothing to, you know, nothing to gain here, but but everything to gain as yeah. far as their own reputation is concerned. I I like Notre Dame this week.
3: Someone suggests uh, TCU. Mm-hmm. Is a big surprise no, that, this that's year. Right. That would be a good one. Yeah, that yep. would be a good one. Yes mm-hmm. sir. All right, a quick break. Back with more here in a moment. We'll take continue to take your phone calls. Uh, football, a lot of football. We'll get at Lauren's take on the basketball game, too, in just a moment. All right, on a penny for your thoughts. Uh, callers, hang on. I we know we've got a lot of you there already and a lot of texts that have come in here. So we'll get to all of those here as we work our way through the second hour. I do have to pause for the news here. At the top of the hour, Gallo-Miller Paint and Collision Repair. South side of I-74, Neal and Prospect exits there between the two. And you can uh, stop by and see them there on Kenyon Road. And they uh, take care of big or little dings. Visit their website, GalloMiller.com. GalloMiller.com. gallo-miller.com. Be careful in the rain out there. We'll talk some more here after the news. At the top of the hour, WDWS Champaign-Urbana. At the tone, it's 10 o'clock. <laughs>
2: It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 939 FM WDWS. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or send an email to Talk. At ww.s.com. Now here again, Brian Barnhart.
3: Yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. Last day of October. Get out for the uh, trick-or-treaters today. Watch out for them. A rain should end by uh, later today. They say it'll be dry, low of 44. We mentioned the temperatures at the end of the week. Thursday, sunny and breezy. High of uh, 73 and a high of 72 on Friday. I've not seen the forecast for Saturday. It is a two thirty kick, Illinois and Michigan State. The other Big Ten games as we rejoin you here on the Berkeys, Monday morning quarterback show. Ohio State is at Northwestern. Minnesota at Nebraska, Iowa is at Purdue, Maryland at Wisconsin, Michigan State at Illinois, Penn State at Indiana, and Michigan will be at Rutgers.
4: Purdue's a 4.5 favorite over Iowa. Hmm. In West you, Lafayette. Okay. Yeah. how do, You think that's accurate? Yes.
3: I'm looking, okay. at, well, I'm looking at this one here. Iowa at Purdue, West ross Aid Stadium. Yeah, so. well, I'm in uh, the 4.5. Yeah. Is,
4: oh. uh, you, you see Purdue as a favorite over Iowa. I, a think little so. more offense. I think <laughs> so. Everybody's got more offense than yeah. Iowa, I guess, or at least they did have.
3: Now, can Purdue score on Iowa's defense? That's the yep. the question. Yep.
4: Um, Illinois is a 16-point favorite at home against Michigan State. Hmm. You tell me the last time in November, Illinois has been a 16-point favorite over anybody.
3: I can't think of any. Look it
4: up, somebody. Yeah. I don't know where you. Find I don't know what one. they
3: were against Northwestern at the end of last year. Yeah, that's but, a good. Um, but I don't know.
4: Yeah, Illinois was moving up, and, and Northwestern was going down, and it's been it's continued.
3: Yeah, they haven't they haven't risen back up yet. Uh, ten after ten, Berkey's presents our uh, Monday morning quarterback show. Berkey's, your hometown Kubota dealer at uh, High Cross Road in Urbana. All right, lots of a uh, lot of talk here, and everybody wants to talk football. Let's hear it. Let's here we go. Andy's up next. Hi, Andy.
9: I I sent you guys in a text about uh, talking about dreaming big.
3: Yes. And yeah. uh,
9: <laughs> I yeah. think we've got a path actually, and people are thinking I'm crazy, but uh, we've got a path to the national championship. It goes through Michigan, Ohio State, into that. Put that would put us in the national talk. Absolutely. And we would, and we if we could pull those off by some miracle and you put a $10 bet on Illinois right now at FanDuel, you'd win
3: $20,000. Wow. Well, that's a nice payday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I saw I yeah, like yeah, Yeah, I saw you. The sets of Big Ten final against Ohio State, ranked second, Michigan ranked fifth approximately, moving to the national title round where we face the likes of Georgia and Tennessee. Winning, those puts us on national champions, just dreaming big. Well,
4: Georgia and Tennessee, one of them going to lose this week.
3: That's right, because they play each other. That's right. Wow. Yeah, but two undefeated teams. Bad. That'll be the game of
9: the week. Well, even if Illinois wins Michigan State, they wouldn't jump past either one of those two teams. Oh, no, but, no, but, no, no. But no. But
4: if no. you beat Michigan and then you beat Ohio State, you replace Michigan and Ohio State.
9: and... And it puts you probably as a national champion, one of the favorites. But right now it's twenty thousand to one, or something 20, like twenty thousand to one. Two yeah. thousand <laughs> to one. Two thousand to one. Two thousand to one. Ten dollar bet. Yeah, a, t- a ten dollar bet would get you Wow. Twenty grand.
3: Yeah. Well, keep dreaming yeah, big out yeah, there, Andy.
9: Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I might. Take, I might take that. I need a new truck. Right. <laughs> if you can spare ten bucks. Okay.
3: <laughs> We're all rich. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. All right, uh, Brad Underwood. By the way, will be at the Esquire tonight, five to six on the the sports talk portion there uh, from the Esquire with the uh, with Steve Kelly and the News Gazette sports writers. Of course, Scott will be on before at four, but uh, the uh, from four to five and then five to six as we do on Monday. Uh, Brad Underwood, whose team defeated Quincy over the weekend on what was that Friday night. And final score in that game was 87-52, to but it was only 34-24 at half. All right, back to more football here. Bonnie, how you doing, Bonnie? I'm doing
5: just fine. I have a question and a comment, uh, and I will hang up and listen. Uh, why did Illinois have on white uniforms Saturday, and what's the rule on Home and away, and light and dark, and all that. And okay. uh, other other observe. I will listen on the phone, uh, radio. Uh, my husband has a concern about Isaiah Williams and his attitude sometimes. Does anybody else have a concern about that? He thinks he's, I don't know if he thinks he's a hothead or uh, out of control sometimes, but I don't see that. And I just wondered. What I could share with him about that, and thank you very much. Okay, and I'll listen to your show. All
3: right. First of all, on Isaiah Williams, he is an unbelievable young man. He yeah. is. Uh, he's uh, polite. Fine. Yeah. He. I see him at church every Sunday. Yeah. He's as nice about. as they come. I he's, don't know where yeah. that would come from. I don't either. He's. Uh, I saw him in the lobby of the hotel the other night. Give me a big hug. There's an awful he's, lot of uh, good
4: attitudes on this team. Yeah. No. I, I. Everyone. Of, and that's part of the success, I think, when you have just a lot of good guys, and they have them.
3: Yeah, Isaiah's is terrific young man. Uh, road home, road uh, Nebraska typically wears red at home, so you're going to wear something opposite. You the know.
4: home team always gets to decide that first, and then they yeah. let the other team know that we're going to wear this. You can wear whatever. You can you want. wear whatever. Yeah,
3: but as was the case years ago with uh, Illinois and Wisconsin, we were wearing orange and they wore red.
4: You couldn't tell. And them and you them couldn't part, tell either. them on TV. You couldn't tell
3: apart. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, so that was the end that, of that. But that they try to cause. try to avoid that if possible. Now I did notice yesterday, the Cowboys were wearing their blue. Dallas Cowboys were wearing their blue jerseys at home, which they usually don't do. Usually they wear the white, and the Bears were in
4: orange. The Bears were so wearing it. orange again, and they just don't look right to me in orange. Do they look right to you? They don't. It looks. It's like who's that? It's, I oh, it's the Bears. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's the uh, line eye orange. It's. Well, I like the orange color, but it just looks a little. It's
4: not the Bears.
3: Different on them. It's not
4: their personality. By the way, the Bears aren't very good, and we all understand that. They are three and five for the sixth time in nine years. Hmm. Three and five. Do you know they've got over $130 million in cap space for next year? Folks, the Bears are going to be good next year. (laughs) Do I dare go out on that limb? (laughs) I think they got a chance if they can get some, you know, mm. if they can add some players. They I got like the, the running backs. They got, yeah, they, I like the running back. I think the quarterback's going to be okay. I mean, he can sure run. Fields has mm. is, is, got great legs. They just
3: got to get in line in front of him. I, I mean, they can't protect that, him.
4: That's where that $130 million comes in
3: because he's just running for his life every time. Yeah. So. Anyway, No, you're uh,
4: right. And by the way, talking about running for your life, he didn't run much. He just got swarmed last night, Rodgers.
6: Mm-hmm.
10: The
4: Packers can't protect Rodgers. If I'm Rodgers, it's all I could do to finish this season. He's going to get killed back there.
3: Uh, good morning, Brian and Lauren. Looks like it's time to get the orange pom-poms out. I've seen Penn State had the white ones. Michigan had their yellow ones out. Let's go Illini. Good morning, Brian and Lauren. Love listening to you guys here in Springfield. I hear a lot of the players in their interviews say how much they trust what the coaches tell them, and they trust their teammates to do the assignments. Is the message of the current staff different from Lovey's staff? Is it the same message from different voices or perspective or is the same message but hearing it over and over again beginning to sink in? Brett a bully ball, a listener says. So.
4: Well, uh, everything changes when you start winning. I mean, you believe in your coaches, certainly, when you're winning. This thing has been building since about the fourth game last year, Mm -hmm. building toward this, not with every win. They haven't won every game, obviously. They've lost three of them. But the, the defense has gotten better and better, and as soon as DeVito walked on campus, the offense changed. They've got a passing game. It is not a long passing game, but they've got a good passing game.
3: And Barry Lunny came in, of course, from Texas well, San Antonio.
4: A, that's the secret. Yeah.
3: And uh, they've merged together really nicely. Yeah. It's been a, like, as he said, it was an arranged marriage. Yep. And it's worked out really well. All right. And a lot of folks on the line. I'm sorry if you're waiting. Uh, Mike, go ahead.
6: Yeah. Good to talk to you guys.
3: Yeah. Good to have you on. Um,
6: well, like every line I fan, I'm really uh, happy to sit back and enjoy this year. It's been fun. However, I have seen Illinois teams in the past have a great year and then, you know, not continue.
10: Mm-hmm. I'm
6: concerned about continuing. Mm-hmm. And I would like to know what recruiting is doing. I'm not hearing much about four-star or five-star recruits. So uh, any comments you have, I'd appreciate
10: Okay. Well,
4: we, we got here without four- and five-star recruits, and we're going to have to go forward without four- and five-star recruits. But we will have some transfers, I'm sure. And they're, they're really picking up, I think, uh, even he indicated we're going to have somebody maybe today they're going to announce. He said 24 hours, and that was over the weekend. So uh, I, I think that uh, the recruiting has the, – the main thing that's happened is what's happening in the state of Illinois – where everybody's starting to fall in behind him and and he's got coaches on his side with 2020 Illinois didn't get a single Illinois recruit not one player from the state of Illinois Lovey had given up on the state and and I, I think Bielema in two years has turned that and and we've got a great chance to land Hill from Kankakee we've got a good chance to land the wide receiver from Simeon and those are the two guys that they're most uh, involved in right now, but I think that you'll see that uh, recruiting is is going to be better. We need to get on somebody like uh, uh, like one lemming or somebody like that mm-hmm. that knows all about recruiting and find out just where we are in the state because those guys know and and a lot more than I do. Yeah.
6: Well, I, I I've noticed over the years that. We've commented. In fact, you said something today about it—that when Ohio State loses a player, they just bring in another great player. Right. So depth, depth has always been a concern for Illinois. Yes, and it is now. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, well, yes, and I'm hoping that Bielma is moving us to a place where we have
3: depth. Yep.
4: Well, well I think I, that's I, his goal, and it's <laughs> uh, certainly a goal. I don't think it's done yet, but I, but but, yeah. but but I
3: think teams like Illinois, Minnesota, Purdue—they all have the same depth issues. Well, here's you know, the great recruiting news, a lot of the and, same and players. I'm
4: knocking on my head right now when I say this. they're healthy. they're really healthy for this time. It's November, and we're really healthy. and exactly. and we've lost one player, Holmes, who was uh, we thought was going to be a starter, and we've replaced him with a guy uh, annis that's, that's uh, Ackis, yep. Acus, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, I never pronounced that right it, it, it doesn't look <laughs> right to me it starts with a j it with and a it's j. silent I know. but uh he's playing terrific and they're getting so much so much good play out of so many players and the, all five defensive backs are healthy all the linemen uh defensive are healthy all the linebackers are healthy the offensive line right down to slaughter the sixth man they're all healthy i'm you know it's amazing when this happens and i and i i always go back to what, what i heard a million years ago, is approximately a million years ago when I heard Lou Holtz say, a uh, 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 writer uh, asking, Lou, why were you successful this year? You had a really good year. He said, because the same players we started the season with, we finished the season with. That mm-hmm. doesn't happen very often.
3: Yeah, we've been blessed with that, for sure. Yep. So far. So far. Mm-hmm. Hey, all right. Hey, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Yep, good well, to thanks. hear from you. Yeah, that Final Four team in 05, same starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Every th- all thirty nine games, every one, yeah, it was pretty remarkable. That
4: makes a difference. Make difference. That's making. And I I heard uh, when when um, Goody got hurt, I heard Underwood say, "We lost sixty eight games last year due to injuries." Yeah.
3: We did. How that team and the job that Brett that Bob the uh, Bob that Brad did with the team. Last year with all those injuries, they yeah. were never, ever 100% healthy. No. To win the Big Ten Championship was remarkable. I mean, yeah. just an amazing accomplishment. All right, 10-21. Uh, no, hang on, John. Hang on, Marty. We'll get to you here. A lot of stuff happening back in a moment. Second and five from the 12 in Nebraska. DeVito, short drop pressure comes. Lobbed to the right. Ooh. Caught. Touchdown. Ooh. Touchdown. Chase Brown. Little wheel route to the right. He got open, and he's open, and he leans out and stretches those arms and catches it. Touchdown, Chase Brown. Touchdown, Illinois. Yeah, Chase Brown, two touchdowns in the game. One-yard rush and a touchdown pass as well. He's got uh, he's got three of those. I want got... you
4: to ponder this because so we don't have time to talk about it, but you tell me the position in all of sports, pitcher, pitcher, running back, quarterback, goalie, whatever. What's the number one position in all of sports? And I asked you after you talked about Chase Brown, I, I asked you for a reason, but do you think about that?
10: Mm-hmm.
4: What's the best for the pitcher? Go ahead. Uh, go well, ahead I think it. it's quarterback. Boy, I don't. I think it's running back. You think it's running back? I think it's – some. Mo- well, um, I'm not saying the most imp- – I, I think it's – I think we need to talk about it, but when the ball is under your arm and you got 11 guys chasing you mm-hmm. and you're just running the ball and that's it, I don't think there's another. <laughs> I mean, when you drop back and pass, that's one thing. Yeah. It's a whole different feeling. But the ability to run with the football under your arm with 11 guys chasing you, isn't that something special? Yeah,
3: that is. Now we're watching something spectacular Yeah, with Chase Brown here in our own backyard.
4: I'd, I'd like to talk to Hall and J.C. Caroline mm. and – Red Grange and all those guys and talk to them about what it really felt like to have that ball under your arm. And I just don't think there's anything like it.
3: You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a great point. John's with us up next. Hi, John. Hi guys. Good morning. Sounds like you're hitting it onto the park again today. Well, thank you.
13: I, I, I got, uh, I got the suggestion for Lauren when they give me the ball and I'm running. I'm looking for somebody to pass it, <laughs> <laughs> get rid of it,
4: lateral, anything, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
13: I wish I I hope that the, they can teach McCray to do that because I like him as a running back, but he scares me to death uh, concerning injuries because seems to me I've noticed that he will struggle a lot of times on one foot, and he'll have the and he'll be up in the air. Oh, he's he's so uh, subjected to getting torn, uh, leg torn off or something, you know.
3: You're talking and about I, Brown. I You're like... talking about Brown or McRae?
13: No, McCray. Uh, McCray, okay. And, and Brown, Brown, if he has to do a uh, a crazy step, I call it or whatever, mm-hmm. but to stay behind his blockers until there's an opening. And McRae seems like he maybe in high school, I don't know, like he was able to run over people whenever he chose. And uh, with with Chase, he's a He's a great runner, but he also is a great uh, guy to run in place for a half a step or misdirection or something like that to, to have, let his blockers open up something for him.
4: Takes a long time for a runner to learn how to be use patience. That's not easy. Oh yeah, yeah. If you got yeah, the ball in yeah, your arm, I, I, you want to get going, and, yeah. and and but he's got more patience than than most runners.
13: He he does, and uh, I just I uh, I won't take a lot of your time because I. Had a bunch of questions, and most of them have already been bought up but i this coaching staff and this football team i've never seen a team that was more in tune with each other
4: well, you've got uh, two coaches, Lunny and Walters, who are playing chess while a lot of the guys they're going against are playing checkers
13: I know I see the guys I see the guys uh, that were', we're uh, lining up on defense. And boy, all of a sudden they'll put the uh, uh, the uh, camera on our defensive coach, and he's talking sign language, and he's got about fifteen seconds to do it. And those guys all adjust to what he's telling them to do. Mm-hmm. It, it just amazes me. I've always been amazed by football, all the little intricacies in it to be such a rugged game. Yeah, absolutely, a lot of little intricacies. Absolutely. And boy, did, did, did they treat him, but. This secondary, I'll have one final thing. Uh, I, I realize a lot of our uh, uh, quarterback success and team success is due to the offensive line, but boy, this Devito to me, he's just like a surgeon, and uh, he he, get, he gets the job done without uh, without messing around too much. I, I just love to watch him operate and uh, the way his brain must be operating, but. Mm-hmm. Okay, closing secondary efficiency. I can remember in previous years if we had uh, say our defensive backs had 10 tackles, you could use you could usually bet on us on us being 15, 20, 25 points down at the end of the game. This year if they get that many tackles, half of them are within 5 yards or on the other side of the line of scrimmage, those guys fly at you parallel to the ground. Mm-hmm. I, and I can I can remember just grabbing a leg and trying to hold on you know or trying to grab a leg and and hold on and be getting dragged down the field 2 or 3 4 or 5 yards these guys they without playing dirty they came at you like they came at you like they're going to blow your head off you
3: know yeah no they're very very solid good tacklers hey thank you john good to hear uh-huh. from you question. can you repeat the name of the app to watch the game on tv and sync with the radio broadcast thanks well, there's lots of things, but if you go to – Learfield has something. If you go to SyncMyGame.com, S-Y-N-C, SyncMyGame.com, they'll have the instructions there. It'll take you to Learfield. And basically, you simply mute your TV audio and pause the game on your DVR at the opening kickoff or any other specific play. Open the app. There's a varsity app. There's TuneIn or whatever the case may be. Head to your audio streaming source of choice. Wait for the audio to catch up to the point in which the DVR was paused. When those two moments line up, unpause your DVR, and there you go. You're matched up. So, uh, Varsity app is through Learfield, and that's uh, you know, you know, the rights holders for our games. So that's just one. There's several that are out there. So if you do that, you can certainly do it. It um, just depends on uh, sometimes the how far back the streaming is behind. It might be a play or two, but if you let it catch up, it'll catch up. All right. Hope that helps. Uh, also, instead of uh, justifying Illinois wins without opposing team issues, mentioning we should stop and realize Illinois went into some of those games as underdogs. Sure did. Yes, Wisconsin fired their coach after Illinois beat the pants off of them. Right. If I'm not mistaken, Illinois was the underdog going into that game too. Let's admit that maybe Illinois is just a great team.
4: Illinois is the underdog in several. Illinois is an underdog against Virginia.
3: Yeah. Don't don't question the success. Just and don't believe it's just a bad year for every team Illinois plays. So, all right, good reminder. No, it,
4: it's we also need to face the truth. It is a bad year for everybody Illinois plays. If you talk to Iowa, Wisconsin, Nebraska, they they think they're having a bad year. Yeah, that's just a statement of fact. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, we've had our share of bad years, so it's oh, time yeah. for us to have a good year. Absolutely. <laughs> at DWS. Uh, Do I dare bring this up? Could DeVito have a sixth year? No. He cannot. Okay.
4: He started in 2017.
3: Yeah, he played only – He's redshirted twice. Yeah. He played in three games in 2021. 2020 played four games.
4: I'm repeatedly told that you can only redshirt once. Mm -hmm. Now, 2020 is a whole different thing. That year doesn't count for anybody. That doesn't uh, figure into the redshirt thing. But uh, you can have one redshirt year and 2020, and therefore you can play six years. And this is his sixth year.
3: And Palchewski's doing that, yeah. playing the sixth so year.
4: So is Pilsen. Yep. Uh,
3: I think there should be a mention, a listener says, of Chase Brown's two downfield blocks and of one or more defenders' slowdown on Isaiah Williams' touchdown reception yeah. of Tommy D's pass. No, I was wondering what point.
4: Chase Brown was doing down the field on that uh, run by a uh, touchdown by Isaiah Williams. He was running right beside him. Yeah.
3: He was right there with him he one was, and he two. Was, he
4: was out there for a throwback that he didn't get.
3: 10:34. <laughs> <laughs> another quick break back with more. Hang on, callers, listeners, we're back with you here in just a moment. Better catch up a little bit.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or a sandwich?
3: Snap back. Pressure coming. Purdy under the gun. Rolling right. Being chased. Lob. And it's intercepted. Sidney Brown with a pick at the 20. Runs it back to the 25. And the fire department puts out another fire. Yeah, four turnovers in that game. Three interceptions. Two for Sidney Brown. And I've not seen the players of the week yet. I haven't looked at my email here in the last little bit. don't know if they've announced anything there yet. And, again, Illinois and Michigan State at 230. Again, Georgia's one, Tennessee two. They play each other this week at Georgia. Ohio State is tied for second with Tennessee. Michigan is fourth. Clemson is five. All of those teams are 8-0. Alabama is six at 7-1. TCU is seventh at 8-0. Mm-hmm. Oregon is 7-1.
4: They're really good now too. They are. Way.
3: They're at Colorado this week. USC is nine. UCLA ten. Our two new neighbors coming into the Big mm-hmm. Ten here in a couple of years. Yep. Uh, USC's at home against Cal. UCLA's at Arizona State. Ole Miss is eleven. Utah is twelve. Kansas State thirteen. They play Texas this week.
4: Yeah, we would we would have stayed ahead of Kansas State. I think if if they didn't beat. Oklahoma so bad 48 Oklahoma to nothing. State, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. just jumped him
3: up. Illinois is 14, this is the AP. LSU 15, Penn State 16.
4: LSU is playing Alabama this week by the way. That's
3: right. In uh, in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penn State is at Indiana, they're 16. North Carolina's at Virginia, they're 17. 18 is Oklahoma State, they're at Kansas. Tulane 19, Wake Forest 20, NC State 21, Syracuse is 22. Liberty is 23. How about that? Oregon State is 24 and UCF is 25. So those are your top 25 teams. Uh, We went to the game, a listener says, at Nebraska. The Nebraska fans, the parking lot attendants, the gate workers, were very cordial throughout the entire day. On the note of quarterback for next year, the UTSA senior, Texas San Antonio's senior QB, is second in the nation in passing. I don't know if he has any eligibility left, but he has a history with our offensive coordinator.
4: He certainly does. Yeah. So I
3: and the tunnel at Michigan, perhaps they should go have the visiting team go through the tunnel runway before or after the Wolverines. Maybe this would eliminate those altercations.
4: Absolutely. Let let the other team go through and let your guys stand out and you know and, and meet their crowd or whatever, you know. So let, just let the other team get in there. Marty, 1040. Go ahead, Marty.
5: Well, morning, Brian. Morning, Lauren. Brian, it's funny that you would notice that Liberty was in the top 25. Right? <laughs> yeah, that
3: is funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
5: it's strange. <laughs> hey, it, it's a glorious time to be in a line ice hand. Um, John took a little of my stuff I was going to talk about. Uh, I've And, Lauren, you're right. Running back is a unique position in all of sports. But running backs and quarterbacks go nowhere without offensive lines. And I remember a year ago about this time, there was a head football coach, I think at the University of Illinois, that was saying he was left with a, with a house of offensive linemen that was a little thin, and we were going to have trouble in the future if we didn't go get some offensive linemen. And
4: we, would, and we <laughs> did.
5: Yeah, and he went out and got them.
4: And um, he's got and another one coming, it. by the way. And I hope oh, yeah. that Illinois can keep Adams for one more year, but he's awfully good.
5: Mm-hmm. Yes, and the other thing is, we've got some that are basically redshirting too. That I think are going to be pretty good down the road. You're going to start seeing depth because he's going to build offensive linemen. He's going to find defensive linemen. Uh, Walters and Lenny are good, but somebody had to put them there.
4: Well, I agree with you on the offensive line. You got to show me defensive linemen. Well, I'm, I'm scared. I, I mean, if you there. keep these two guys, I'm I'm okay. But there's no backup for them.
5: Isn't that what NILs for?
4: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes, I absolutely. So. They're going to do everything they can to bring in some defensive linemen. But you, you yeah. like I said, you got to show me because there are not many available. I know.
5: No, they need to. They need to find some. I agree. But I think they'll get it done. I just got a feeling uh, You know, Warren, we've we've talked over the years. I remember five years ago we had discussions about why our DBs. We're never around the ball. They're too soft. Like They were given five and ten yards cushions. Yep. And uh, we may have three guys back there right now that are NFL players. And they're on top of people. And they play them chest to chest.
4: you Have you and noticed what Hobbs and, and Joseph have done in the NFL this year? Mm-hmm. Now, Hobbs has been hurt, but Joseph's had knock. He's had fumble uh, causes in each of the last two games. Yeah, forced fumbles, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. No,
3: he's good. Witherspoon, I mean, and the thing that hasn't been mentioned yet, Trey Palmer came in. He came, he got two, 237 yards at Purdue. Yeah. And yeah. he had what, one yard the other day? Something like one that. Yard one yard for one
4: catch. Yeah,
5: That's right. They took him out of the game, and when you take away the best offensive option the other team has, you got problems. Now, Allen called in and talked about, we haven't faced good quarterbacks. I don't think it's we haven't faced good quarterbacks. We haven't faced good offensive lines. Every team we've played has either had injuries in the offensive line or they've had to redo their entire offensive line. And the only game Illinois lost was the one game they played without a starting offensive lineman.
13: So Hmm.
5: there's a lot to do with them boys up front. And uh, I tell you what, this has been a great show. It's funny how people call in when you're winning, isn't it?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Is there
5: something to that, Warren?
4: There's something to it. There's something to it. Yeah. And advertisers want
5: to
3: advertise and people want to buy tickets. It lifts all boats for sure. And
5: I'm only going to say one negative thing, Warren. Okay. Don't be talking too much about the health of the team. That's a
4: jinx. I know. I don't bring that that up too much. I I used to believe in (laughs) jinxes. I don't believe in them anymore. Yeah. I think I, I could say anything I ball. want right now at this moment. It wouldn't affect anything in the world. <laughs> well, Lauren, Lauren, unless I I, I might get, get fired. That would affect wanted. that, yeah.
5: <laughs> you've always been able to say anything you wanted.
3: Who are you trying to kill? <laughs> 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 great show, guys. Thank you, Marty. Go get them. Yep, good All to right, have okay. you with us. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, by the way, volleyball uh, sweeping past Rutgers on the road this weekend. They mm-hmm. take on Wisconsin, 7 o'clock Thursday night.
4: That'll be a toughie.
3: And then they're home to Minnesota at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Okay. so Two toughies. Get ready for that. The Illini women play Quincy in an exhibition game, 7 o'clock on Friday night. The men open against Eastern Illinois next Monday at 8 at the State Farm Center. Uh, 10.44, I didn't have a chance to see the basketball game. I was in Lincoln. I've heard uh, some good things about Ty Rogers. Uh, here was his stat line, by the way. When he came in, 17 minutes Seven points, nine rebounds,
4: he, and two assists. Uh, he gets he gets really involved, and he can do a little bit of everything. And he is still not much. He's not a shooter. It's the last thing that he does is shoot. But he uh, he can you, you can win games with a guy like him. He he sets every, he makes everybody else better.
3: By the way, the starting five, for what it's worth, in the exhibition game, Coleman Hawkins had 15. R.J. Melendez had 15. Uh, Terrence Shannon had 12. Sky Clark played 29 minutes at 11 points, and uh, Matthew Meyer played 16 minutes at six points.
4: It was it was a rough and tumble game. There were in a 40 minute game. There were 39 turnovers, and Illinois mm. scored uh, off turnover 25 turnovers by Quincy, and Illinois scored 32 points directly off turnovers and 52 points in the paint. Mm. Offensively, in the half court, they weren't very good because they were missing their threes, and they missed their first 10, and they finished, let's see, uh, a six out of uh, 34 on threes, six out of 30. So they finished a little better, mm-hmm. but that's that's a lot of threes and not much penetration offensively in the half court. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: but and no they more. don't have a big guy. They don't and, have a big guy. And that, and there's yeah, no yeah. Kofi in there.
4: Yeah. And, and that makes a difference.
3: <laughs> it does make a big difference. And I, and I think I heard Brad talking to Scott before the game, said we really haven't put a lot of the offense in mm-hmm. so far. And so that's probably part of it. They weren't it running much. They yeah. were
4: just mostly, mainly shooting threes mm-hmm. uh, in the half court. But they certainly did get a lot of turnovers and a lot of fast-break situations. And this is going to be a running team, and no question about that. Defensively, they're going to be good. I mean, everybody on the team is good defensively, I think.
3: Yeah, you either play defense for Brad or you don't play. Yeah. So it's pretty simple. Uh, Tax planning, year-end planning, charitable contributions, charitable giving can benefit your overall financial plan. And WC Wealth Management wants to remind you, as you consider here, the end of the year coming up, not far from Thanksgiving and not far from Christmas, of course, as we're on the last day of October. Charitable contributions can decrease current and future income taxes, college planning. You have a range of opportunities. Retirement planning. Work with your financial advisor to align your spending, saving, and investment strategy. Start your year in planning today with the experienced professionals at Busey Walls Management. one 800 busey or visit Busey.com. Our show today brought to you by our friends at Berkey's, your hometown Kubota dealer. Appreciate them sponsoring the Monday Morning Quarterback Show here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Uh, somebody also mentioned as far as listening apps. Of course, we have the News Gazette app here. Uh, that you can get. Uh, if you get the News Gazette app, it's free. You Just download our stations, WDWS or WHMS. And uh, somebody said that it was lined up pretty close. To pretty, the TV.
4: It was pretty close this week. Yeah.
3: So was, that's what they say. So that's another way to listen.
4: So I listen sure you to you that. and know where the plays go, and then I can watch watch where it's going. You know, if you're you're just a couple of seconds ahead, mm-hmm.
3: that works out well. Yeah, you get a preview.
4: Yeah, well, it it helps to know where the where the play is going, mm-hmm. because then you can watch the blocking maybe as opposed to just the problem I have with watching TV. I watch the quarterback take the snap and I watch him hand it off to the, or pass whatever he does, but I'm not watching what's really taking place up front.
3: And that's what makes Martin so good, is he's watching all that other stuff. Yeah, that's right. And he sees it, and that's uh, it makes it works out really well. 10:48. Uh, let's get our latest here. Hang on, Eric, we'll get to you here next, and we've got several more texts and emails to get to. A lot of football talk today, as you can expect, and here's the latest from our man in the desert.
12: I tell our players all the time and our coaches, there's great indicators, right? Like, there's indicators that things are going to happen, and and I always tell our defense, right? Like, you're going to show me how you play defense by the way you play a PAT, and when we block that PAT, that just says something to me about what they're made of, what they're wired with, and uh, a really fun group to be around, very special time in our program, and uh, I think these guys are just getting hungrier every week. Back on a penny for your thoughts, our Monday morning
3: quarterback show presented by Berkey's. red Bielema there in the postgame.
4: That was number 88, Randolph. Yeah. And, boy, did he bust through there. He sure did. He got, it all, he got all of it.
3: Blocked it. Blocked uh, First blocked extra point in, I think, three years or so. At Calvin least, Avery yeah. did one. It didn't happen very often. Didn't happen very often. Uh, the winning mentality of the team is a huge factor. How many times in previous years would a bad break or one big opposing play derail the team? How this team handles adversity, immediately scoring after getting behind. Coaching staff is tremendous. Herb Bieleman described as a professional college coach. I agree 100%. Listener says.
4: And there have been a couple of times where Illinois has made mistakes and, and uh, turned over the ball early, and uh, the defense just went right out and held. He's forced a field goal at the very least.
3: You know what I'm not looking forward to, an emailer says, is to whenever the Pac-12 teams join the Big Ten, game starting at 8.30 Central time whenever they're playing out West. Might be later than that. Also, I heard a report that the Big Ten networks may be moving to the Peacock streaming platform. Wasn't sure if anybody else has heard that. I don't know. I see the Illini offensive coordinator squatting on the ground during parts of the game. Is there an advantage there to doing that? <laughs> I don't know.
4: Well, you got me. I don't know. I don't
3: know. Uh, what is the rating on the QB at Purdue? Seems like he threw a lot of picks in a recent game. Well,
4: he's he's an outstanding quarterback, O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I know he's had some. He had a rough game or two, but look, he's and he got hurt and he missed one game, but. Um, He'll be ready to he's go, in. and he's got to go against Iowa this week. I, I tell you, whether that, that looks to me like a toss-up game.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I know I know Purdue's a four-point favorite, but I, I'm i telling you, Iowa defensively is going to get after him.
3: Now, Iowa did score 33 points in their win over Northwestern, yep. so that was a yep. big offensive day for them. Eric is here. Hi, Eric.
14: Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, it was funny. I was looking at a note that I had from Facebook two years ago today uh, Illinois got struck by COVID <laughs> they lost Peters Williams Kramer McCourt all of, you might remember that I think that was when mm-hmm. Coran Taylor had to be started I think it was against Purdue actually yeah but um, that was, that's funny because they don't even test these guys anymore <laughs> it's like nobody even cares if they have COVID anymore it's uh, amazing the difference
4: well but, it, was, um, it was a rough time then
14: yeah, it was totally unknown, but um you know I was gonna say there's there's a bit of a, a fundamental flaw with college football. Uh scheduling, and it's not Illinois' fault at all, but their uh their strength to schedule is really low <laughs> you know, compared to play, imagine if they played in the SEC, for example. You know, like Tennessee. That that's a team that's that's really a surprise to me. They're tie for number two, quarterback is the favorite to win the Heisman right now. Nobody had that really come in at the start of the season.
4: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you've got three great teams in the in the SEC, and you've got two great teams in the Big Ten, and that's basically what it mm-hmm. amounts to. So you've got right. five teams that are contending for the national championship out of those two conferences, I, as I see it. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and Ole Miss right. is eleventh, so they're not far behind. Yeah, so.
4: yeah.
14: And Big 12 has got some good teams, too. TCU is very good. And uh, when you talk about importance of uh, quarterbacks, look at Oklahoma State. Their quarterback was hurt and went down, and they were dead after that. Same with Syracuse. Lost their quarterback and no chance. That Syracuse lost Schrader on
4: Saturday, did they?
14: Yep, I yeah, missed he was that. Done for the whole second half. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah.
14: Hmm. And um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh yeah, the Michigan Illinois game. Now that'll probably decide who go to the to Rose Bowl, because yeah. if Illinois was to lose, um, Michigan would have one loss, assuming they lose Ohio State, and you know Illinois would probably have three overall and there's no way they'd get to the Rose Bowl before Michigan would have one loss. Mm-hmm. Benefiting by not playing in the Big Ten title game.
4: Well, the Michigan-Illinois game is going to be big, and we'll worry about that when the time comes, yeah. I guess. <laughs> right now, I'm worried <laughs> about <laughs> Michigan State.
14: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. you got nothing to worry about there. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, good show, guys. All good right. talking to you. Thanks,
3: Eric. Yep, glad to have you along with us today. 10:57. By the way, Michigan State started the year like ranked 15th in the first poll.
4: Yeah, because based on last, last year. year. Exactly. And and we do so much of that. I mean, Illinois should have been ranked, and, and Michigan State shouldn't have been ranked, you know, if we, <laughs> they knowing what flipped. we know now.
3: Uh, football recruiting, don't forget four-star Fagan from Arthur coming in January.
4: Yeah, I wonder what he I, – I guess he's going to be a running back, I, I'm told. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to Kent Brown about it. He's from Atwood, you know. Mm-hmm. Kent is, and Atwood Hammond. And um, – he thinks that he thinks he will be a running back until he's a linebacker. And of course, a lot
3: of <laughs> uh, a lot of local schools advanced. Muhammad and Unity. Yeah. Yeah. St. Joe advanced.
4: Monticello uh, got bumped on an extra point.
3: Yeah. Eight to six. So they're out. So that's uh, they had a good year though. Uh, not sure has this has been asked. If so, I missed it. What are the young men doing in the colored shirts giving signs?
4: They're giving uh, fakes. Yeah, I think it's yeah. You got some people giving signs. You got others, uh, you know, yeah. faking signs so that the other team doesn't know which guy is which guy counts. Yep.
3: And one week they might switch. And I oh don't know. yeah, they I mean, might it, switch
4: in a quarter. They might yeah. switch any time. You're not going to have the same guy give the signals the entire game because if he did, I'm mm-hmm. sure they got somebody on the opposing side trying to figure it out.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, sure they do. It's like in a third base coach in baseball. Yeah. You know, you're giving. Sometimes you're just giving signs, and that's they don't right. mean anything. They're, yeah, just, they're, just, right. they're just dummy signs. You that's know, right. they like, "Oh, okay, well." It makes the other team think about it. And let's see here. Hey guys, how much nil money have Devito and Brown made this year?
4: Devito I mean. and Brown. Chase Brown Chase hasn't Brown has, made any yeah, that we know of because he's he, he's uh, Canadian and isn't allowed to do so. Yeah. But uh, DeVito, I'm sure, has made a bunch, but I don't know how much. I Don't know how much.
3: Hey, Lauren, thank you. That was fast.
4: It was. A couple I'll of hours. You. Sure is fun to do this after and, and not just one win, but a series of wins. A series of now wins. Now we got people starting to believe a little bit. And we'll
3: see what the attendance is Saturday. Again, Brad it's gonna Underwood. It's going to be good.
4: Is, Whatever it God. is, it's going to be good. We don't know if it'll be a sellout, but it's going to be good.
3: Well, we'll see you there at the stadium. We'll see you a lot between now and then. And we'll talk about it here on the radio. Justice Steigman tomorrow with us. He's a longtime Illini fan. He'll be fired up. WDWs.